Hey guys. Welcome to Wind Down. Welcome back. It's your favourite Wednesday podcast. We your hope. favourite. Yeah, well, we hope so. <laughs> it feels like it's been ages. I know. Do you reckon since we've done this, this last? Is, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say since we started. I'm well, like, has, yeah. it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, this is our 13th episode and we do two a week. So it's a lot of eps. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for our loyal following. We're following so, and listeners. We love doing it. We love thinking of new ideas every week and we love getting all your DMs. And we love answering your troubles because they're our troubles too. Yeah. And the interaction's just fun. Mm, it is good. I'm making I new love friends. The tea. I love yeah. the tea that the, you guys send us. The tea that you guys send us. And also like I just love the banter that we have. I know. Like I've, I've actually made some friends through this. It's cool. And we reply to you guys sometimes after we record or whatever. So we're like a little bit drunk and we're like, oh, my God, look at this message. This girl's boyfriend did this. Or like, oh, my God, Pickles is going to spill his water and his bloody. That's Uh-oh. all right. At least he's not barking. It's going to be wet. Don't speak too soon. Well. He may start. He may start. Um, so how was your week? My week? Um... Look, I really don't have that much to report because they're all they're all really the same. I've mm. kind of been I've been trying to walk at least, um, My you know, God, about fifteen k's a day. Wendy. Walking Wendy, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I've got absolutely nothing else to do. So well, there's nothing we can do apart yeah. from exercise or stay home. So yeah. it's like I mean, I got I set up a TV in my room. Oh, yeah. Got that all done. So mm. when I am home, it is really nice to be in bed watching TV, mm. nice and warm and cosy. And after, like, the end of the day, getting into bed and watching, like, Netflix or a movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, like... Nothing to report? No. Nah. What have you been watching? Um, I've just started watching Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. Which is really good, the new one. Really yeah. like that. Um, I watched Dead to Me Season 2 in one night. <laughs> I watched um, a, a documentary on Stan called Outcry, which was really good. Um, and honestly, guys, if you have suggestions, please send, send them in. Them I guarantee I've probably watched majority, but I love, like, on any streaming service, well, not any because I only have, what have we got? Netflix, Stan, Stan Hey You. We've got Foxtel. Oh, we've got a lot. We've got a lot, actually. But big flex. Big flex. We um, are logged into a bunch of different people's accounts. Yeah. Thanks, Mum, for <laughs> that's the Fox cell. That's a hot tip also. If you start dating someone, get their Netflix, log into it on your computer, remember the password, and just never log out. And never tell them. Yeah, yeah, obviously not. And also, I feel like a lot of people don't know about this Foxtel hack. So, oh, my God, what is it? Um, well, it's not really a hack. But, like, so my mum's got Foxtel at home, mm. and you can download it on your phone, on your iPad, Foxtel Go. Mm. Um which allows you to watch like live TV oh and God. movies. You know how we watch all so the Sex and City? So you have to have Foxtel. Yeah, but you can get it in another house. But you can get That's it in so another house. Good. So like I just log on, mm. have the app, and then I can watch like live TV. There's I a lot of good stuff movies. on Foxtel yeah. as well. Sex in the City. Sex in the City. That's where we watch all of that. Real Housewives of Melbourne and yes, Sydney. Yes, and Sydney, which is good. Love that. Um, my week has – didn't even wait for you to ask. Oh, yeah. Just, how was yours? <laughs> Just going straight in. My week was the same. Didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, most exciting thing about my week is uh, picking up pickles 40 shits a day and um, scraping my finger through the toilet paper and touching the poop. Oh. <laughs> actually, we did have um, – we had a few drinks oh, yeah. last Friday. Oh, and um, 
We played yeah. a really fun drinking game. We did. What was it called? Um, Psyched or oh, psych- Psycho? <laughs> Um, we all ended up a bit psycho. Our, our today. Oh yes, yeah, psych. It's a Ellen. It's a what is with this weird list that I sometimes have? It's an Ellen game. So um, it's like you put in everyone's names and then you sort of answer questions about each other and you sort of like roast each other, but in like a you know fun, gamely way. Yeah, it was really good. But um, blew up and we had a bit of a situation. We had a bit of a Barney, <laughs> um, but you know, but, you know that's what's, what happens. What's another Barney amongst friends. That's what happens when you have. Six bottles of Prosecco oh, yeah. and then order another fucking six or oh five. My God. When I took them out to the rubbish bin the next day, I literally counted them like four times being like, no. Yeah. Is this all from one night? Yeah. And Nathan was like, yes. And I was like, no. That's why we all went batshit because we literally had had. <laughs> and we didn't eat dinner. We didn't oh, eat did. dinner. I well, we had, we had like a little bit little of snack. charcuterie board. Yeah. But the thing is, we none of us have, I mean, apart from when we do this um, episode, mm. like, we don't really. We don't I haven't drink. been drinking that much. We're not copious amounts like no, I used to. Our first isolation, we were drinking oh, every second we went night, tropo. like yeah. all the time, yeah. like full on, like raging alcoholics. Yeah, we we flew off. We flew off. But this every time day. we've been, you know, we've reeled it in because there's only so many times you can get drunk in your house with the three same people. Yeah, and like we found, it sets us all off. Sets us all off. We all go nuts, and mm. also. We get we have dinner, we'll get drunk, we'll order, you know, a second yes. dinner. And then we'll wake up in the morning and I will be like literally messaging Chicken Central literally at ten o'clock being like, Can Central. you open early? I'm starving, please, please, please. Yeah. And they're like, they're like please, sorry. <laughs> like, please wait. <laughs> please wait till ten thirty. We're like, like, oh no. no. So you know when you're hungover, you, like when I'm hungover, I always wake up early. I don't know why. I used to be able too. to sleep in. Me too. But now I wake up at like seven o'clock and I'm like Oh, I'm dying and I yeah. can't go back to sleep and I need food then. So we start messaging Chicken Central at <laughs> fucking 7 a.m. Like, on a Saturday or Sunday morning and they're like, guys, we open at 10.30. Like, Please leave you, us alone. You know this because you You're literally you, like, message us every weekend. Yeah. So we've actually been behaving. So I think Apart from Friday. Apart from Friday. But I think that's why we all flew off because yeah. we drank heaps and we haven't been drinking much. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But I it's always, I feel like that kind of stuff needs to happen. Yeah, in it was good. House. you got to get stuff out. you got to get stuff out and then you can kind of reset. Poor Nathan had to um, endure it. Yeah. But, um, that was... I think he probably saw a side to all of us. He was probably never, like, holy shit. He's like, <laughs> never coming back here. I'm a bounce. Um, I'm a head <laughs> out. Uh, okay, so let's get into our bottle pop. Oh, let's do it. We're drinking Prosecco. Shocker. Shocker. Um, again, for another week. As we do every week, mm-hmm. pretty much. Oh, um, that actually reminds me that we have received a couple of DMs from you guys. Thank you guys so much for DMing us. Um, just uh, pointing us to the fact that there is, you know, someone that has been stealing our ideas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Copying our vibe. Bit of plagiarism. There's a little plagiarism at, at play here. Um, and it's just not sitting very well with us. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll keep can, providing content for them to yeah, copy. We'll keep, we'll keep going every week so you have content. Content. Um, Must be hard not to be able to think of it yourself. But Yeah. I mean, you know, we all can't think of podcast no, ideas, no. can we? We can't all come up with really fun content that everyone loves. No. Um, but, I mean, you know, as they say, 
the original is always better than the copy. It's true. I mean, you've got Louis Vuitton and you've got, mm. you know, the, the Bali, Bali copies. The Bali special. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it just, it's going to push us to keep coming up with good content. New content, great content. And I mean, it's good though because we've we've built this from nothing. Mm. Um, we've got a good following and, you know, we are seeing improvements in the podcast. And, yeah. You know, with um, reaction and everything like that. So Yeah, you guys are just like, we just love how much you guys interact with Arch. Arch. What the hell? <laughs> with Arch. With us. <laughs> and that's the reason why we love doing it every week. And we literally love receiving all your DMs and stuff. Like, yeah. it's just so fun. It's um, lots of fun. It's good. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Anyway, and let's pop this let's bottle. Let's pop it. Let's go. Oh, Here scary. we go. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pickles. Pickles like, Scared what? the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> Good thing he's sleepy boy. I know. Good boy. Oh, that's a smooth pour. I'm actually so keen for this drink right now. I yeah. don't know why. I think I've had a stressful day doing absolutely nothing. And, like, this bottle's been in the fridge for days now, so it's nice and icy. Mm, there's nothing better. Cheers. Cheers. Than an tea. icy cock. <laughs> Just kidding. Prefer a I warm mean, one. Prosecco. But... Yeah. Um, Prosecco. Goes down a treat. Really does. So today we are going to be talking about something that is near and dear to both of our hearts. <laughs> And probably a lot of you. Yeah. From the DMs we get, it's definitely one of the most common sort of how do I deal with this situation topic. I feel like everyone's experienced it in some way. Yeah, whether it's a relationship, a parent, a friend, a a sister, brother, whoever it may be. We all have those toxic people in our lives. Um, or maybe it's just you've listened to Toxic by Britney Spears and you could sort of get the gif. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gif. <gist. laughs> the gist. Yeah, it's it's something you deal with in day-to-day life. I mean, it could be at work. Oh, yeah. It could be in a relationship. It's it just everywhere. everywhere you look. And even if you're not involved, you see it happening. Yeah. Even in movies, it, in it movies, happens and you pick it up. And, like, you know, sometimes I watch a movie and I get so oh, I get so triggered with, I can't even watch it. I'm with anger. And you know, like those people, and it's like, I can't look at you. Oh. Like there's a movie called, oh, what's it called? Um, the Bunny Boiler, Glenn Close. What's that? Where she's having an affair. Oh, sorry, I've literally just ruined this with my. No, it's all right. Bunny Boiler movie. Sounds interesting. Never heard of it. What's the movie called? Fatal Attraction. Oh. So basically, oh, this, is it like a? He has an affair with yeah. this woman, yeah, and she turns out to be a complete nut job. Oh my god! Gets his kid's um, rabbit and puts it in a a pot of water and boils it while they're out, and she's just a nutcase. And it really resonated with me because it mm. reminds me of my dad's mistress because mm. she's <laughs> she's actually a psycho and mm. would do that. Like I'm surprised mm. none of our animals got murdered. I mean. God. A cat did go missing once. <gasps> did she do something to it? Who would know? You know those movies that just really yeah. trigger you? Yeah, I remember recently as well, for me, I was watching this show Made in Chelsea 
And mm. there was this scene with this couple and he was trying to convince her that she'd made up the fact that he had cheated on her. And it was just God, was this really, really, he used to trigger me so much when oh. I was dating my ex. All his scenes. Oh, he's such a because pig. Because the way he's like... I watched that show, first of all, when I was, like, 18, and I yeah. was never triggered because I was not tainted. And then when I got out of my toxic relationship, I started watching it again. I couldn't even watch half the scenes. I had to, like, skip through it. I know. It triggered. I, I was sitting there, face, like, wet with sweat, pits drenched, and, like, <laughs> boiling over because I was like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, stop lying to her. Like, why are you making her sound like the psycho? And, like, the poor girl, Louise, oh, tears yeah. streaming down her face being like, Oh, maybe I am the one with the problems. Like, oh my god, no, it's not you. It's, but it's him. Like, does he oh. not realize? I, I mean, I know some do. of it might be set up, but mm. I don't I mean, think who those knows? were though. I don't because know. She was too fucking distraught. But does he not realize that it's literally you're on TV and you doing these bad things is shown? I don't think he realized that it's bad though. Like he was most the people worst. that are toxic don't know. Like they genuinely believe that it's not them, which is the most fucked up about know, it. It's and like, that's why you'll never understand them it's because they narcissism. Never, it's literally fucked. So what have I got written down to talk about here? Okay, so I just wrote dating someone who's toxic. So have you dated someone who's toxic? Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's kind of weird looking at yourself before you go into a toxic relationship and then looking at yourself after it and mm-hmm. how much you change and how yeah how it alters your perception of people and I know. dating it's it's really like confronting it's what really it can sad. do to you it is it's really sad mm-hmm. 100% um, yeah no i've definitely have dated someone who was toxic um in every sense of the word like mm. in terms of you know, cheating, lying, yeah, um, even just manipulation, manipulation, even just making me feel bad about you know the way I look, oh. my body, um, also just like you know someone who's like oh you know if you don't believe what I believe or have the same opinions, mm-hmm. yours are wrong. Oh, you my know what God. I mean? Just that kind of yeah. stuff and just yeah. typical gaslighting and yeah. just the the whole the huge umbrella, everything under it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's. It's actually awful. I dated someone that was toxic for a long time as well. And I was such a different person before versus after. Like I almost like pretty much messed up my relationship with my sister because she was just like, you are not who you are anymore. Like you're not, Yeah. you, you have no confidence. You can't even, you know, wear the clothes you want to wear because you're too scared. He's going to say, why are you wearing that? Yeah. Or you can't even go out for a drink with your like girlfriends because he's like, you're going to go fuck someone else or whatever he used to say. It's just like. But it's so sad because. It's fucked. In so many cases. And like I've seen it happen with, you know, lots of different, in lots of different scenarios. But like people do change. They don't realize they've changed or they know they've changed. Mm. But it, it ruins you know, relationships with, with siblings, yeah. with parents, yeah. with, you know, good friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's easy to look in and be like, oh, why would why do you act like that? Why yeah. do you do like that? Why do you, you know, let this person have so much control over you mm-hmm. and ch- why have you changed? But when you're in it, you don't even realise. Realize. Yeah, I don't, I, because when I remember back to me being in it, there were so many times where, you know, he, because, he would pretty much break up with me anytime we'd have a fight. Like anytime yeah. there'd be, you know, just from 
what should we have for dinner? We can't decide. So it ends up, we both fight. And then he's like, oh, just leave. Like, that's it. I'm done. To like, you know, an actual fight about, you know, me having one too many drinks or him having one too many drinks or whatever it may have been. And there would have been times where I would have spoke to my closest friends and been like, you know, we're done. Um, we're done. Like, I'm done with him. Like, I'm so sad. And they'd be like, good, Jackie. Like, this is good. Like, you can do this it. We'll it. help you with it. Like, we'll help you. And then, like, two hours later, I would get back with him. And then, like, I would have to text them the next day and be I like, know. guys. Oh, that's so awkward. I'm back. And, no, like, my friends would message me being like, I'm still here. Like, how are you feeling today? Like, don't worry. Like, everything's going to be okay. And I'd be like. I'm so sorry. Like I took him back and they're just like, Oh, like, of course I support anything you choose internally, to do. They're like, but internally fuck. they're like, Holy shit. Like, yeah. why is she going back? Yeah. And it's, it's really sad as well because you get to a point where your friends, you know, are kind of over it, but they also, and I don't think I've been in this position where I've, you know, gone back and forth. Mm. Well, maybe once or twice, but not like a consistent thing. Yeah. But your friends just, they get over it and well, it also so. makes you, yeah, 100%. But it also makes you lose your credibility. You too. lose your credibility and you also become distant and then you stop talking mm-hmm. to your friends yeah. about the fights that you get in. Yeah. Um, because you know, oh, they're going to judge it. They're going to judge and we might get back together and then yeah. you don't look like an idiot. Yeah. So you, do, you stop, you like, you stop opening yourself. up and you isolate. Yeah. yeah. Which is so bad. It's so bad. And that's the thing, like, with relationships, it's not like, you know, you talk to your friends about, oh, my God, like, we had the best time last night. We just watched a movie and cuddled. Like, it was so fun. You're only telling your friend – you only really speak to your friends when you're like, oh, fuck, this happened the other night. It was really shit. So, like, imagine them hearing bad, 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 and then he dumps you, and then it's like bad, 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 and you keep going back. They're like – What? Like, is there anything good in this relationship? Like, honestly, like – do you hear yourself speaking though? Because And then, you know, I used to do the whole, oh, but like it's really good when it's just us two. Yeah. You know, like the excuses you come up with or whatever and everyone's just like, of course they're always there for you. Like your friends are always there for you through thick and thin, but it, it wears thin. Like there's 100%. only so many times they can be like, you'll be fine on your own. I will help you. You'll be, you'll meet someone else. You'll get through life, like whatever it may be. And I know for you to throw it back in their face and be like, I'm getting back with him. And I know personally being the friend who is, you know, like a lot of my friends come to me, come to me for advice and um, will want to confide in me, which is great. And I'm so happy they feel comfortable doing so. The amount of times that I've been on the receiving end of, oh, he did this and he did that and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just like, you know, bloody just get out of it, yeah. leave him, you deserve so much more, you can do better or, you yeah. know, leave her, whatever, vice versa. Yeah. Um, so I know how frustrating it is. Yeah. But, like, I, I definitely sympathise with the person in the situation but a lot of people don't realise how taxing it is on your friends as well. It is. Because sometimes it's like, you know, I can only give you this this I can only say the same thing yeah. only so many times you, before you don't listen to if me. If you don't then. listen to me, then yeah. eventually I'm going to be like, well, It starts hurting their feelings too. Yeah, I'm like, like, well, don't ask me if you're not going to listen. Yeah, just, do they not value me as a friend telling me, telling them like my best advice? Like, yeah. To just be like, oh, we got back together. It's like a kick in the face. And you're like, oh, again? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Can't wait. I know. For the next saga. Yeah. So um, the next thing I wrote down was, um, how did it make you feel? So for me, it I remember at my when I was at my worst, like the peak of it being so bad, 
I actually got to a point where, well, obviously like I have anxiety already, but it was super duper triggered. We were actually seeing a couples counselor at the time because I was like, you know, the only only way this is going to work is if we go to counseling together. Mm. Um, And we did that. And it was actually so bad that the psychologist pulled me aside at the end of one of the sessions and she was just like, this is a narcissist. Like it's never going to. That's amazing that she did that though. Yeah, because I think she literally was just like. She wanted to help you. Well, she could see like how like broken I was and how little like it was like he was even listening and yeah so when I was at my worst I was actually got to a point where I was so like stressed and anxious every day I'd wake up like full anxiety mode I was literally losing my hair like I was like I'd run my hands through my hair and like so much hair would come out and like it would be in the drain in the shower and I went to the doctors about it as well and they were just like oh yeah it's stressed and I was like as a woman, losing your hair is, like, the scariest fucking thing ever. I'm sure as a man it is too. Anyone losing their hair is the scariest thing ever. Yeah. But, like, in clumps and it being so bad and I was just, like, and I Googled it so much. I was, like, oh, my God, like, how is this happening? And it was just, like, you know, it's stress. Like, your body is literally coping with stress. So it's forgetting to, like, nourish the areas that need it. Like, you know, it's growing in, like, hair. It's, like, panic in mode. panic mode. It's in, like, fight or flight. And that's when I fully realised, like, this is doing damage to me, like long-term damage. Like if it's Physical ruining damage. my hair, like imagine what it's doing to my fucking heart slash I know, yeah. organs or whatever. And it's it actually is scary and I feel like you don't realise it. You know, you always hear about people who are really stressed and they lose a bit of weight mm. or whatever. But until you actually go through it, you don't actually realise how much impact mm-hmm. it has on on you physically, obviously emotionally, mm, I know. which, you know, everyone knows these yeah. situations, you know, emotional trauma and pain yeah. and all of that. But, like, it kind of – I think it took me from when my ex and I broke up and I was just – I was so fucked up because mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was quite young. Yeah. And um, I guess it was the first thing I've ever been through on my own. Yeah. Like, you know, my dad passed away um, and I lost all of his family and there was all this – legal stuff and lots of drama that went on with that but I went through that with my mum and my two sisters and you know my mum's family all helping us and friends yeah but you know that's a huge thing to go through yeah I mean you know I look back on it now and I'm like yeah it was big but at the time you kind of don't really realize Mm. but then when I went through my breakup it was the first thing that I'd ever been through on my own Mm-hmm. No one else was, like, involved apart from myself and the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost so much weight. Same. Like, I think I lost a bit over 20 kilos. Fuck. And, like, I, I was I was exercising, but that does not happen no. just from exercising for it. Because it was in a, no. it was probably Short in about six weeks. Fuck. Maybe it was probably 15 kilos That's in the first scary. six weeks and then the rest after. See, that's how crazy it is how much these sort of traumas actually affect you because it's like your mind is on overdrive so you're expending more energy and more stress and more hormones being released. It's like you're losing all this weight but it's like how? I've I've done nothing. Yeah. Like Like it's – I mean, look, I feel like that was the best thing to come out of it for me because I was a bit bit tubby um, and like, you know, if there's one thing – to take out of a bad situation, you know, glow up, which is great because it was like, okay, break my heart and I'm 
getting all this attention. But, you know, yeah. at the time it was wasted because I was like, yeah, that's I don't thing. want to talk to anyone, oh. not interested, blah, blah, blah. It's so hard. I, I remember so clearly and I hope I never have to go through this ever again in my whole entire life because it is literally the worst and anyone going through this, I feel for you so much. It's the fucking worst when you're, you've just broken up with someone, you're sitting in your bed, you don't even want to, you can't even watch a show because your heart is like pounding through your chest. You're just sitting there, your phone next to you, keep checking it, checking it, check to see if they've texted you, check to see if they've texted you, like fall asleep because you've cried so much, wake back up. You're just like a literal filthy pig in your bed. Like yeah. I barely even showered. Like I didn't even leave my room. Like if you'd be like, let's go do this. And I'd be like, nah, don't want to. Like don't want to do anything. I'm literally waiting for them to text me. And then like you text them and they don't reply and you're just like, Oh. I know you send it and then you're just waiting <laughs> hours and hours and it. hours. It's the worst feeling oh, ever. Oh, I know it is, and I would never. I think I forget sometimes how it's, how you block it, it out, was. but it's, it was actually like so fucked. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't experienced this, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Like I hope you don't. Hope you never have to it's because it is awful. it is so bad. It's so traumatic. Like like oh god the nights of like i no sleep like i am a psycho if i don't get like eight hours sleep Mm. like you know if i have like Mm -hmm. six hours or five hours i'm like a horrible person the next day i would literally sleep maybe an hour but it's like i was just so exhausted from being so miserable and like i couldn't yeah i couldn't watch any like tv shows Mm -hmm. to distract myself because i couldn't even think i was looking at the tv and i was just thinking about what was going on in my head literally if i did fall asleep for an hour I'd like go to put my arm over, expecting oh. someone to be there, and I was like, "Cold bed, <laughs> I'm alone." And I check my phone, yeah, nothing. And then social media is the fucking oh. worst because it'd be like back when Snapchat was a thing. I'd be like, you know, who are the top friends? Mm. Um, Instagram stories, or like when people used to put up Snapchat stories, I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, they're out here. Yeah. Oh, they're still out. Yeah. Oh, oh, they don't care. Oh, oh, they're not sad." And then when you could see whose photos they were liking oh. and. It's so it bad. Is just... And you, you remember all those times when you, you go to sleep, oh. you wake up in the morning and you're like, that was just a dream. Like, we're still together. And then for that split second, you're like, oh, my God, it was just a dream. And then you're like, look at your phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Sorry for the loud clap. It's just that's how it feels. The fucking it is. Because it's like, you know that feeling when you, head. when you go down the roller coaster and your heart goes, woof. I know, and then you just feels drops. that disgusting, disgusting like you it's like butterflies in your stomach, but, but not the gross good, not the good kind. It's like gross, the I'm gonna vomit kind. Yes. Oh my god, it's actually horrible. Like yeah. I, I, I um, I do not miss that at all. And I, I, it took me so like I think a toxic relationship is so much harder to get over. And me and Mitch were talking about this the other day. Not saying that anyone's relationship isn't hard to get over. They're all fucking hard to get over. But in my experience, my toxic relationships have been relationship has been hardest to get over because you don't get that closure that you do from normal relationships. I don't know. I don't know if maybe it's just Jackie and I, but we were talking about this the other night. Well, it was one of you as well that had messaged us. Yeah. And we kind of got into a conversation and we both kind of came to the agreement. It might just be us. I don't know. We might be a similar type of person, but (laughs) I've really. We dated each other. (laughs) We're each other's toxic. We're both the toxic. Um, We both really struggled and I still struggle to this day. And Mm -hmm. it's it's not just even in, you know, the relationship that I've been in. It's with a a few other things in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, When I don't have closure, I can't move on. Yeah. 
and I can't forgive. Yeah. And I can't I can I can't forget. No, I can't. Because, you know, with my ex, I all I wanted was oh. I'm sorry for doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for lying about it. I'm sorry for telling you it didn't happen. I'm sorry for making a fool of you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for making you feel worthless, pathetic, disgusting, mm-hmm. like a piece of shit. Yeah. All I wanted was just to I'm sorry. Yeah. But you never get it. You don't. You know, and, and you're waiting till you get a royal invitation. Legit. Like you won't like that's the thing. I mean, yeah, we were talking about it the other day because someone messaged us asking how she can get over her toxic ex and I was just like, honestly, I don't think it you don't you can't. Like there's always gonna be things. Yeah. Of course you'll get past it and you'll, you know, blossom and become the better you and the the you that you're always meant to be but there's always going to be certain triggers and certain things where you're like I don't know like I said to Mitch like I don't know if you're driving and you see the car they drive and you're like oh you just like cringe you're or like, you're like check the number plate is that them yeah or just like, like you know a, a restaurant that you went to or like a movie that you watched together or something and it's just like you, re- you remember that exact fight oh. you had when you were listening to yeah. you, you know those certain I have this one oh, song I have one song that I literally I used to love this song. Actually, I have a few songs. Whenever I hear this song, I can't listen to it. Oh, if it starts same, playing, same, I just feel sick. Same. And I hate that I feel like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's just too intertwined. It's too much it feel uncomfortable. To it. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Well, th- this is actually a good story that I had. So I um, one of the fights that I had with my ex that was um, literally fucked was we were at – we were with some of my friends and we were all just drinking and this song came on. Um, it was Happiness by Alexis Jordan. If you've ever heard it, it's a stonker. Through strength. And now it's ruined for me. Yeah, that is a song. Oh, no. Um, because it came on and I turned to my boyfriend at the time and I was like, oh, my God, do you remember when we listened to this song last? We had the funnest time ever. And he just turned to me and he was like, I've literally never heard this song in my life. And I was like, no, no, no. Remember last time we were hanging out with Dana and we listened to this song and we were all at the house together and we were cuddling and it was like really fun and it was so good. And he was like, that wasn't me. And I was like, okay. So I got out my phone, went through my Snapchat, found the story of us literally being filmed singing to the song, showed it to him, and he was like, you are such a psycho. Why do you have that on your phone? How did you even find that? Did you just want to, like, trip me up? And I was like, oh, my God. I'm trying to show you that this happened and I'm not. I'm trying to prove that we listened to the song and I'm not a psycho. But somehow they turn it back around on you being like, you're a psycho. How did you even know that? Like, you're trying to make me look like a bad boyfriend. No, I was just trying to be. I was just trying to remember a cute moment and you've literally ruined it. You're a psycho of having that reaction. That is literally the definition of someone that is so fucking toxic that they don't even know like what they're even saying or what their argument even is. And that's the thing, like toxic people, they just don't get it. And and this is why, like, you know, even years past me and this guy have broken up and I have asked him, you know, if if we've ever spoken or whatever, I've been like, okay, so, you know, in like a friendly joking way, um, are you going to admit to, you know, those things that you denied doing back when we were together? Yeah. Like, I don't care now. I literally couldn't give a fuck. We're not together. I don't love you. So you literally are trying to get closure I just yourself. I want my closure. Yeah, I and, get that. And, and he goes, I never did that. Like, that's all in oh. your head. You trying to say you... Oh. And then I'm just like, I have to leave because this is fucked. Like, I can't. Like, you, it's so easy for you to just be like, yes, Jackie, you know. I did that. That one night where you said that... 
I, um, you know, had this drink when I pretended that I didn't like, yes, I did have that drink. Cool. Thank you so much. Now I know I'm not a crazy bitch. Cause Door sometimes they make, it, they make it out so much that you've made it up that sometimes you end up believing that maybe you did make it up. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've been in that situation. So I'm like, where, Oh, was that a, you know, those dreams you have yes, that are really convincing yes, and you're like, like Oh, maybe it was dream. a dream. Yes. Oh my God. I've thought that so many times. I'm like, so many times where something funny has happened and I, I would say it to my ex and then he'd be like, I never did that. And I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I filmed you doing it. Cause it would be funny to show you now. And he's like, why would you have filmed me doing it? And I was like, cause it was something funny. And he's like, you literally just made that up. Like that's why you didn't film it. And I was like, I'm exhausted for you. He sounds exhausted. <laughs> it was fun. Hearing about this person is making me feel exhausted. That mm. would just be so. I don't know how I literally just dealt like, with you it. You just keep going it's to just try like and do chomp, something, chomp, and it's just chomp like away at my soul. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Like yeah, it's actually horrible. Rush you down every time. I know. Like for fuck's sake, some of the shit that my ex would oh. do, and like I literally, so uh, you know. There was one point where he went to this wedding. I was actually invited to the wedding um, by his friend. He made it quite clear that he didn't want me to go to the wedding. Um, so I didn't go. Why and it the was, fuck would you not want your own boyfriend to come with you to a fucking wedding? Because he was speaking to two separate people. That's so so the, the wedding was in Noosa. He was speaking to two separate people that both lived in Brisbane. He was messaging, so I didn't go. He made it very clear, and obviously I was but a bit upset did about it. Did you feel it. bad? Like, did I was upset because yeah. I was like, I was invited. Your friend actually personally wants me there. Wants me there, um, and I was just reading messages bet- that he was sending um, on Facebook. So yeah. I think he'd left it logged in, or I, I don't know, I logged into it or something like that. But he was messaging two separate guys. So he's in Noosa, they're in Brisbane. I don't know how far the drive that is. It's quite far. But it's not close. It's not like Hawthorne to Campbell. Yeah, or maybe Gold Coast or something. I don't Mm. know. But he's asking them to come over. He's staying in a one-bed, you know, hotel room, asking them to come over. How long into their relationship was this? Uh, Maybe a year in. What a scumlord. And he's like, come stay, blah, blah, blah. No matter how long in, it would have been scumlord. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, and then he's going, oh, well, because they were parents, I think they were friends. He's like, why don't you both come? We can have like, you know, fun together. And then calls me and he's like, hey, just like giving you a call at the wedding, you know, just about to go back out. We're going like to party or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Pretending like I haven't read those messages. But I'm like, you know, to this day, like I literally saw the, the messages. messages. I saw them send one, him send one, them send mm, one, him send mm-hmm. one. Then he'd delete them and then they'd oh, start again. So you were like, I was at watching it, it in real time. I sat uh, up for hours just mm-hmm. watching it. And then to this day, won't admit it. Like, we would not admit it. I'm crazy. I've I've imagined this whole scenario. It's all, oh, you know what I mean? It's so triggering. I'm like, I literally saw it. Like, with my own two eyes, like 2020 vision, fuck off. Yeah. And it's just, there's no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all about accountability. If you fuck up, own admit it. to it. Admit to it. Say sorry. Move on. Don't try don't... and make someone else feel like a fucking idiot don't because to... you don't have the balls to do it yourself. Oh my god, the amount of times that that you know they also do that thing where they, you tell them something that's deep to you, as in like you know I would speak to my ex about how I have anxiety and how you know I've got you know 
these mental health problems. And then anytime something like this would happen, it would use it against me, being like, that's, you're the one that has the mental issues. Like, that's why you probably that's imagine That's gaslighting, this. and it's, that's actually gaslighting. evil. Gaslighting. That's it's, actually evil. It's awful. Like, anyone that, I don't know, like, we should probably talk about how, like, you would deal in these situations. And I would love to give you advice, but I honestly, I think in these situations, like, you have to, to know it on your own. Like, no yeah. one else can tell you, because... All my friends would tell me that I was being gaslighted, that he was toxic, and I would just go back. You yeah, know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the time it's, you know, like you can speak to a psychologist, you can speak to your yeah. friends, you can speak to anyone. Of course, it's nice. I think the best part about it is just sharing your story and, you know, mm. getting it out. Mm. But I know for a fact I'm the same as you. Mm. Whatever vi- advice I was given, would I listen to it? When it was being said to me, yes. yes. But would I, would I act on it? No, because... Mm. All it takes like is that one message from that them one being message. like, I miss you. <gasps> okay, I'm at your house. 100%. Like, you know, your friends give you the best advice. Your psychologist gives you the best advice. Your parents, your family, whatever, give you good advice. And you're like, okay, great. Yes, you're right. Like, I am going to do this. I can do this. And then it just takes that one, even that fucking HI message from them. Like, hi. And you're like, And hi. you're right back in there. And you're just back you're in right there. You're right back in there. Like I'm actually, I'm actually shocked that I'm even out of it. Like, I know. I remember. I remember I saying to friends, "Forever." I, I don't think I'm ever going to get over this. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I'm just so fucked up. You know, like I just don't. I don't ever see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, so cliche. Time heals all wounds. Yeah. Like it does though. It does. I mean, look, some some wounds will maybe they're become not scars. They're scars, and there's mm. you know a reminder of what it, what's happened. But it makes you. Stronger. It makes you stronger. And, you know, look, I, I can be quite pessimistic at times. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, great, now I've got trust issues and this yeah. is fucked me up yeah. for life. But maybe it's a good way to look at it. You know, like both of us look at it as it in. It gives you that real perspective. I've got, I, I know what to avoid. Yeah. You know, it makes you more aware. You can really spot it now, don't you? You reckon? can spot it. Like even watching movies and stuff, oh. I'm like, that's so toxic. And, and other people learn- might be like, and, but it's good, though, because you learn about people. Like, for instance, I've learned a lot about narcissists. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, I understand now what they were doing to me. And yeah, what, and it wasn't you and why being I was, crazy. You know, yeah, it wasn't me being crazy and why, why the relationship kind of happened because, you know, there's a narcissist and there's a pe- – prey uh, on a – What's it called? Uh, <laughs> not a pessimist. Um, no. I was going to say pessimist. So, yeah. so there's a narcissist. And there's a empath. Oh yes, yeah. And they are a perfect match because they draw, they're drawn. To they're each drawn other. to each other because the narcissist needs, you know, the to empaths. feed off them. They need their compliments, their praise, their you know constant ego Praising ego them feeding all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the empath just gets sucked in, and would do anything to make this other person happy because. It's what they do. It literally sucks the life out of you. And you think that they are all you have. And they make you believe it too. Like all the amount of times, like I remember this clear as day, my ex used to say to me, pretty much every time we would hang out, he would literally be like, Jackie, no one will ever love you as much as I do. Just know that. <laughs> And I'd be like, and at the start, I'd be like, oh, that's so cute. I, that's so cute. Then but it got, then think but about then you think it. about it and you're like, he's trying to plant this seed. Like, I'm unlovable. 
to anyone but him. Yeah. Like it's all and it's also, him or nothing. He's he's the best as it gets. It's like and it's him, when yeah. that ends, no one's ever gonna mm-hmm. love you as much as he did. Or ever again. Or ever again. I'll be on my own. And it's it's literally foul. Like um yeah, me and Mitch have spoken about this so many times because you know, we try to understand it and that's the thing, like I am an empath, I am a you know, emotional person and I wear my heart on my sleeve and I, you know, maybe I am too emotional or whatever it may be. But I can never understand um, you know, the inner workings of a narcissist. Me or, either. You know, their tendencies because I personally could never do that. I just can't relate someone. with it. But you know what? I have <laughs> Hey you. Don't you be a narcissist. <laughs> you little toxic boy. I, I personally will never understand it either, but I think the way that, you know, I've spoken to my mum about it and I'm when I was seeing a psychologist, I spoke to him about it and this is my personal opinion. I guess, you know, it's different for everyone, but I feel like certain people, you know, whether they're narcissistic or just a toxic person, they go through life treating people like that mm. in relationships whether it's, you know, to a partner or to a friend or to a family member, Mm -hmm. people get fed up. People get sick of it, you know. People speak to other people and then people are labelled with reputations. When you're growing up and when you're an adult, you don't tolerate that behaviour anymore. Mm. And people like that don't change. It's who they are as a person. Yeah. Being too much of an empathetic person I thought was such a bad thing because, you know, you're, I'm emotional and, yeah. you know, I feel everything so much more than, you know, some people do and, um, you know, heartbreak so is so much more. stronger. Yeah. But at the end of the day I would I would not, not change it at all because it means you care, you're a good person usually, not everyone, but all, and also most of the time. <laughs> if not. Like, you know, if you are a narcissist or you're a toxic person, I feel like you're not going to be as happy in life. You're not going to no. be as successful in life. And, and it, you're going to end up alone. Yeah, that's and the thing. miserable because you push everyone away. It'll, um, it might work for you in the short run, but good mm-hmm, luck. Mm-hmm. See, this, is, that, this is, reminds me, like, you know, when I was literally pushed to the edge when, you know, me and my ex would fight, I remember saying to him all the time, you know, go be with someone else, I guarantee you she will tell you the same things I'm telling you. Yeah. Because I'm not lying, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And no matter who you date, because you won't date another narcissist because that just they wouldn't just don't, work, that just wouldn't happen, yeah. she will be a liar in bunny ears too mm. because to them they're deflecting, deflecting, deflecting. Do you know what I mean? Like they will never... A leopard doesn't change his spots, as they say. No, I agree. And But they will be told over and over again that they're hurting them and they're not a good person. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not fun for people to be in those type of relationships. And that's the thing. The older you get, the more baggage in bunny ears again everyone has. Like everyone's, you know, maybe been in a toxic relationship, so they're not going to do that again. Yeah. Or, you know, they've. They've dated someone that has similar tendencies, so they're like, oh, I'm not going to do that to myself again. Avoid so it's like that. it's going to wear thin for those people. Like, and it does. And they're trying to control people. For what? Like just be in a healthy relationship and trust the other person that you're with. Don't put your demons 
onto other people. And that's what it usually is. It's them putting their past trauma and demons onto you because they don't trust themselves. That's what it usually is. Yeah, they don't trust themselves. Because they know they would do what they're claiming that they say you would do. I mean... I don't want you to go because I don't want you to cheat on me. Why? Because you would cheat on me? The age old. Like, Mm. my ex. Like, I had this friend, Max, who I've been friends with for years. And... It was just out of nowhere. Like, I don't even know there was, I don't know where this came from. You know, my ex went to my mum and was like, oh, you know, who's Max? Like, I think Mitch might be like, you know. Seeing him. And he said it to me and I was like, are you fucking delusional? Mm. Where the fuck have you pulled this from? Mm. First of all, I don't speak to him that often. Mm. He's straight. Mm. And he's a good friend. Mm. You were literally trying to stir some kind of a pot to mm. take away from your own guilt because mm. you were fucking half of Melbourne. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like hundred percent. Like they always, they're always something, something up their sleeve. Oh. oh well, you you talk to that person. It's like oh my god, literally. Like, this where reminds the fuck me. are you pulling this stuff from? I was out one night. I'm sorry, guys. We're just literally flying off here. But I was out one night and I was at this party. And this guy that I'd met the week before that went to uni with Evie, who is my sister, who was just like a super nice guy. I'd met him once with Evie, like when we were sober on campus, I went to meet her to do something. I don't know what it was. Anyway, he came up to me at this bar that I was at with my boyfriend and a couple of our friends. He was just like, oh my God, hey, Jackie, like how weird that I've seen you here. Mm. I was like, oh my God, like, hey, how are you? Just chatting to him. Out the corner of my eye, I see my ex storm over like not in a normal human way (laughs) in a like hulk way comes over grabs me pulls me to the side who the fuck is that i'm like it's one of evie's uni friends really like is it really i'm like yes (laughs) asking yourself (laughs) do you need me to get his profile up on facebook like what do you mean like like what were you doing with him like do you think if i was going to cheat on you i would literally cheat on you in front of your fucking yeah. face like, <laughs> like think about it oh, i just God. like it, it's so triggering these people like i'm so glad that i don't have to deal with that shit anymore that shit wore me thin and to anyone that is in this situation i'm so fucking sorry i hope this something we've said here could maybe trigger you to be like fuck that's me i'm in this situation i need to get out the first the first step is realizing what's going on admitting it to yourself and also you know i mean we've been talking definitely about relationships but this you know for instance this happens all the time i have the the most horrible toxic family not you know on my mum's side but the rest of them oh it is okay and you know regardless you know if it's your mum your dad your grandparents your uncle and auntie your cousins a friend, a partner, mm-hmm. it is okay to cut toxic people from your life. Cut them if they the don't make off. you feel good and they don't bring anything good to your life, whether it's blood or whether it's not blood, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If, if these people bring you down and, you know, aren't good for you, you have every right to get rid of them. You Literally, have every like, right. You don't owe anyone an explanation. Like, you don't. You know, I have, I have people that my mum is friends with and they tell my mum, oh, you know, like your kids really should talk to their grandparents or, you know, that kind of thing. They have treated my sisters and I, my mum, like Mm. absolute garbage. They're so toxic. Mm. They're horrible people. I don't have to have them in my life. You don't owe them anything. I don't don't owe anyone an explanation. because you're related to them. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. 
No. Because if you, you know, realistically, when you're family, you don't treat people like absolute shit. Trash. Therefore, yeah. I don't have time for you. I'm not interested. My loyalty lies with my mum and my sisters who you, who you have betrayed. Mm-hmm. And also, you treated me like shit. Just because we're blood doesn't mean I have to have anything to do with you. No. And you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Mm. If it if it feels right for you and if someone is toxic and you don't need them in your life, the only person you have to answer to is yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to... You don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's for you. You're doing what is best for you. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, relationship, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. family, just do what you feel is right. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, this has happened to me in a friendship as well. Like, yeah. you know, they, they take, 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 and they give you donuts. So it's just like, you know, they pretty much, this is like a narcissist encapsulated. They're like a battery that's run empty, they find you who is like an empath, who is like a full battery, they suck the life out of you, fill up their battery, and then they move you to the side and just like go to someone else. And they just they have the people that they do it to because they know the people that will feed their ego, feed their problems, feed whatever they need fed. 100%. And it's just suck, 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 suck the life out of well, you. Well, the thing, the thing is it's like I actually remember my psychologist he, he showed me this article and it was about narcissistic um, supply and demand yes, or need and supply. That. Yeah. It is actually so interesting. It's so interesting how to it learn works. about it. Because he was like, you know, you know how you will, you won't hear from them for a, for a while and then oh, you'll get a text message or they'll tell you they, they miss you. They know just at the right time. Because they, want, they need that ego boost. Once I've got it, because I'd be like, I don't really understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. We won't talk for a week and then he'll message me out of nowhere. We'll talk for a day and then it's see you later. Because they need to know they have you wrapped around their finger just because they just need to know that 100%. there's one person there that with, always needs them. With my ex, when, when I did the full block see you later, mm-hmm. it is crazy the lengths that they will go to it's to speak fucked. to you. It's fucked. Because they, they need cu- that. Okay, guys, oh. this is another good one. If you... If going through, also, if you're going through a breakup with someone toxic or even someone not toxic, my best advice to you is 100% block them off everything. Outside, out of mind, block, delete. Seeing see them ya. is just triggering. But um, there's a TED Talk in, I think it's like Google Heartbreak TED Talk or something. And it's so interesting. It goes through like um, what your body goes through during a heartbreak. And it literally explains it as, a heroin addict, when they're finished their heroin and they're looking for their next fix, the the brain releases this chemical and it's, I think it's dopamine or something, and it's the same chemical that your brain releases when you're going through heartbreak. Mm. So it's like you're, you're, you need the fix, like you need, you're, you're like fixated on it. And as soon as your ex, oh yeah, no, sorry. As soon as your ex texts you or whoever it is that you want texts you, you get that dopamine hit. It sends it sends you yeah. like oh my god thank god they're still there yeah and it's like it's crazy it's the same exact chemical that is the heroin thing like that your your brain the chemicals or whatever it's so crazy it's literally like when you break up with someone you go through a withdrawal and then as soon as they you like withdraw 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 they text you you light back up and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my You've god, got oh my your god. Fix. you get your fix like that's the thing and this is the thing you need to cut that off like. 
then that's the thing. They are, they need their fix too. They need to know that you're still there. They need yeah. to know that they text you hi. All they have to do is text you hi, and you're like, you're like hey, uh, I miss you so much. Like, can I yeah. please come over? Like, can I? and they're like, ah, she's still there. He's still there. I don't care. Whatever. It's like the breadcrumbing. It's just keeping it's, you. It's keeping, keeping you, you on. There. Keeping you. It's keeping foul. you around, knowing that you're still there. And when you take it away from them, like it's with hell. my ex, my he went fucking to all kinds of extremes mm. like to to try and get in contact and have some kind of yep. meaningless conversation oh. when I literally said do not contact me I want nothing leave to do me with alone. me leave me the fuck alone mm-hmm. they can't respect you'll it you'll pop up oh when you least expect it you'll have a really good day you'll be out with your friends having such a fun time look at your phone I miss you well, remember I was telling you about the, the whole Wilson saga, mm-hmm. where's Wilson, find Wilson, mm-hmm. that situation. Well, like I was in New Zealand staying with my auntie because I, I just needed to get out of Melbourne and I really didn't feel like I could meet anyone and, you know, even like have a fling with them because because he was, you know, yeah. still lingering. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't enjoy anything else because in the back of your mind you're like, but there's a potential <laughs> Is he snoring? I don't know. <laughs> don't you start. Um, you know, there's a thing in the back of your mind where you're like, what if? What if? What if? I don't want to do something to, you know, ruin what potentially could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, for instance, I was actually, I was in New Zealand and I was going to stay there for a while. And he texted me and said, you know, I miss you. Think I made a mistake. Um, like I really miss you. I don't know what I've done. Oh. I then how do was, they always know the timing though? Like I was they always so know. fucked up at the time as well, and mm. I was just like, oh, this is the best you know result ever. And then I get a message the next day. I was feeling lonely. Oh, I regret what I said. I didn't mean it. Oh, and I was just like, you fucking literally just took me from rock bottom, took me higher than I've ever been, and just dropped me onto dropped my me fucking off a cliff. skull. It's so rude. It's just, it's actually cruel. It's just, it's horrible. It's so cruel. And I, I'd never wish it on anyone. No, I never would. I li- I never would. Re- oh, maybe on one person. Maybe on a couple. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, we're just joking, guys. We never would. Toxic relationships are literally the worst. Um, so to end off this app, we're just going to say that if you recognize anything from this episode that maybe you – Maybe talk to someone, DM us, um, talk to your friends, talk to the person that you're dating, try and, you know, hash it out with them. May not work. Um, But the first step, as we said, is admitting it to yourself, realizing that you're in it, and then working out how you can move forward. And trust me, it seems so scary when you're in it. But, um, you know, if you had told me when I was dating my ex that we were going to break up and I was going to, you know, feel shit and have all this stuff that I'm like, wow, that have a realization to be like, wow, I was in a bad place. I would have never believed you. I would have been like, oh my God, no, we're so happy. Like we're so 100%. happy. Like I love him. Like, we'll he loves me. Work. We'll make this work no matter what, like whatever. Um, but you're, it's just, you know, you wearing rose colored glasses as they say. hundred percent. And I mean, you, you learn a lot and it, it does hurt you a lot. And you know, the pain, you know, may linger for a while, but it's you get past it you get past it and it's surprising how strong it makes you it makes you and 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 you know when you do get past it 
it's so good to be like, you know, even me and Mitch just talking now and being like, you know, me thinking about all these past things and I'm like, holy fuck, that was so insane that I went through that. And now I'm like, you're like, wow, I never thought wow, I was going to I never thought feel I, better. Would, I would feel better or whatever. So it's like, you know, you can do it. You can get past it. We're here for you. DM us if you are worried or if you, you know, need some advice. But And just, you know, I think it, it all comes down to, you know, your self-worth. Like do not let anyone tell you how to feel, how you should feel, mm. that you feel it. Like your feelings are always valid. 100%. You have them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Your gut is valid. You yeah. Know, if you feel something, you know, for me, nine out of t- nine out of ten times, it's true. It's true. So mm-hmm. every feeling is valid. Everyone's feelings are valid always. Hundred percent. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And if you're going through it, it absolutely sucks. But you know, I never thought I would. I feel never better. thought. I never I thought. Feel- I, thought I, was in- I was like, cool, another trauma to live with for the rest of my life. I was in my darkest days just being like, I will never love anyone again. I will never date anyone again. I will never sleep with anyone again. And boy, oh, boy, let me tell you that <laughs> I, I was lying. <laughs> she was lying. Oh, yeah, same. Um, I will so, never sleep with anyone again. I've slept I will with never. like 8,000 people since. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys. Let it, let it be growth. You know, like I look yeah. at that and I'm like, Fuck that. Like I look yeah. at I look at that person now and I'm like, what was I thinking? That's so embarrassing. Yeah. Bigger and better things. Yes, you may have fucking broken my heart, but you're the one who ends up alone you're and miserable. You're the one that still wants me today. Fuck you. If I if I click my fingers, you'd be here. Like I know. Now you're You need to man. you take the power. You take the power back because you it's look yours at, to take. You look at these people and you go, You're just you're actually just really sad and pathetic. You're trash. You're trash. In the bin with you, not even recyclable, your hard rubbish. No, you're taken to the tip, landfill, landfill. <laughs> you rot in there, and then you get set on fire. All right, guys. I hope this was helpful <laughs> to anyone. Love you all. Love you all. Bye. Bye.